Well, it would appear to me that the mill is not only going to be a concert venue, it's going to host some other big events. What's going to happen with that? Joining me in the studio today is Tim Drake, the owner of the mill. Tim, how are you doing today? And thanks for joining us. I'm doing good, Party. Thanks for having me. Uh, tell me about your initial vision for the mill, because I know a couple of years ago you were talking about putting this all together. Tell me how all this happened. You know, really it came down to we saw the property. We knew that's the, the right spot for it. We didn't know, in essence, how we were going to get started. We just knew we needed to kind of get control of that property to allow us to start dreaming. And once we finally got it, of course, COVID hit it. And we had to kind of change our sights on the size, the venue, what to do. And we just, you know, came together with a, you know, an idea of what would probably work best during these uncertain times and just went for it. I got to tell you, man, I'm so impressed with this place and so impressed with how it's run. You know, there was a lot of concerns from a lot of people about it. Like they're having it over there on First Street. That's going to be a traffic problem. I can't believe I just can't get over how smoothly traffic is in and out of there during these shows. How do you do it? Well, to be honest, that was probably one of my biggest concerns. Um, everything else, those are all professionals that are doing it from the stage hands to the sound, the video, even the artist. This is something that we wanted to make sure that from the moment someone comes onto the property to the moment they leave, that they had a good time. So we've thought hard. We keep changing it every time. I think a lot of people may notice that if they've been to every single concert that we're doing things a little bit differently because we're learning every single time. But in the future, we'll be running probably two to three entrances. And then at the end of the concert, we'll be running two to three exits. We'll probably start grabbing a little bit more control of that road and actually having a, a true double lane northbound and a true double lane southbound that will break out to make sure, you know, as these concerts start to grow from 2,000 people to 5,000 all the way up into 10,000, we have to make sure they're safe. So the safety of these people coming in and leaving is a big concern. So we're, uh, we're learning every time. I think it's actually only going to get better from here. Well, the Riley Green Show is my first one, and I, I just can't tell you enough how impressed I was with, I mean, the food lines, they run in and out quick. People are in and out of them. The beer lines, everybody gets their beer quickly, in and out. I mean, there's no waiting, no nothing. I'm just like, and, and the stage, that is phenomenal. I mean, it's really to me, and me and my boss were talking about this. It's like you've been doing this all your life. I'm like, how did you learn how to do all this stuff? Well, we've been researching for a long time. Um, I went and worked up at, uh, you know, Deer Creek, Clips, whatever we may call it nowadays. Oh, yeah. To try to get as much real world experience. I've worked at a lot of different venues just to be there and, and figure out what works, what doesn't work. I remember cleaning all the seats underneath Deer Creek, that pavilion. All right. I think there's, you know, anywhere between four or 6,000 under there, uh, just so I could listen to Brad Paisley on his sound check. I wanted to hear what he likes about this, what he doesn't like about that. So as we're starting to build this idea in our head of how to do it, we're, we're trying to take, you know, what we're learning to implement it in our place. And we're nowhere close to being finished on that. Uh, we still have a long way to go, but keeping our eyes open and listening to our customers, what they like, what they don't like, and kind of evolving the design as we move along. That's, I think, where we're heading. Okay, cool. Yep. And then we got uh, Granger Smith coming up in September. And uh, he does a, like a, it's like a double show. He's got a, he, he also has Earl Dibbles Jr. That's right. And he, he does that show. And then Dylan Schneider is going to be performing. You know, a lot of people have been waiting to see Dylan for quite some time. 
So I think it's cool that Dylan's coming in. Have, have you got to talk to him lately? I talked to him very briefly um, a couple weeks ago. We're excited. I think um, I love kind of getting... I would say almost local back there, and I do think Granger's going to do well. It's funny, Earl Dibbles Jr., you know, his alter persona uh, actually has, I think, more likes on social media than him. So it's kind of <laughs> funny uh, to see how that works out. But we're excited for Granger. We're excited uh, Lee Bryce, September 4th. Absolutely. And, uh, we're getting ready to announce another concert uh, for October 2nd. Cool. That'll probably be our last one of the season. Probably one that we really go for, um, putting all the knowledge that we've gained so far, and probably stretching out there too, taking some some risks um, to make sure that we put on you know absolutely the best show and and seeing what we can do for next year as well. So yeah, but the the screen, the stage screens, you know, the big screens you have for people to watch the stage, it, it's just unbelievable. I mean, it, it is really really super nice. Now, how do people get tickets? to go to these shows to the mill? You know, there's multiple ways. Everyone's kind of connected social media. You can look up, um, you know, themill.com, or sorry, themillterrehope.com. You can find us on Facebook, but it basically runs through e-tickets. So etix.com is the main service uh, that we use, and that's the easiest way. And there's also day of walk-ups that you can buy tickets there. So we have a box office right at the front gate. Now, the future for the mill. Now, this apparently it's not just going to be a concert venue. You're going to host some big public events there. Can you give us some insight on that? Give us a little bit of hint of what, some things that might be coming up, or are we still working on that? No, I mean, we have uh, a lot of things in the works. There's nothing set, you know, right now. But this this property isn't just music. Um, it's going to be a lot of festivals. It's going to be, uh, whether it's beer, wine, and, you know, cocktail festival. Um, but it's we're trying to build it so a lot of non-for-profits, a lot of different, you know, organizations are able to use this site. And it's not specifically just one thing The, you know, what we're looking at right now, if you've been out there is just, you know, really it is, it's a two and a half percent grade amphitheater. But as we start to design, we've got 65 acres there. Mm-hmm. We've got multiple buildings that are still on there. We have a 15,000 square foot warehouse in the back of the property that we're trying to still work with commissioners on what to do on that. Um, you know, all our parking, everything there. So it's car shows, it's uh, festivals, beer festivals. I mean, it's um, it kind of the sky's the limit. You know, if we've got someone out there that wants to give something a try, we have the property to do it. We have the licenses. We have everything to make it happen. Cool. And maybe even, I mean, I could po- see possibly, you know, if you have a building on there down the road hosting big wedding receptions or anything like that, is that a possibility? Hundred percent. That's without a doubt. That's really where it all started. Um, kind of back in the day, if we remember, the the jail was actually going to go where the music venue is right now. Oh wow! So if that main drag coming in, you know, in negotiations with the county and whatnot, we are looking at basically everything to the left. So that building in the back, and then parking over there to the left, and then. You know, years down the road, remember we had the high flow water treatment plant that was going on, mm-hmm. and there was about a six story pile of dirt that was out there i mean that was just that was just a couple months before we actually got started on our construction on what would be the north side so we have original plans of of what to do it since then uh that building is not in the best shape it definitely needs a roof a lot of you know utilities are going to have to be brought in to do that but i think that'll be a nice anchor piece that we can run on a day-to-day um, type terms instead of a, you know, once every couple weeks as we're kind of running the music venue right now. Cool. 
Tim, I'm so proud of you, man. You've done such a fantastic job with the mill. I'm super impressed. And I, I just can't wait to see the big future for the mill and all the great things that are going to happen. And I also want to point out and also want to thank you for the way that you give back to the community, too. Thank you so much, man. You're just a grand man, my friend. Well, thanks, Party. I appreciate it. All right. We'll be talking to Tim again here in the near future and talk about some of the really cool things you can expect to come up at the mill. So get your tickets. Granger Smith, Lee Bryce, they're all coming to the mill. And keep your ears on High 99 to find out maybe some surprises with the mill. Thank you very much, Tim. Thank you, Party.